<sighs> it's been a day. Tired. Yeah? A no. day? It's been a day. It's been one? It's a Thursday. We usually don't do this on a Thursday. Um, but I realized uh, last night that I'm off tomorrow because tomorrow is my birthday. And I am the type of person, if I have available days, I will take my birthday off and get paid for it. That's just the type of guy I am. I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Your birthday is yesterday or tomorrow or... It's actually Saturday. The 13th. It's the 12th. 12th. Okay. God, I know Breeze was yesterday. Or is she the 8th? She's the 8th. I think she's the 8th. Yeah, my buddy Brandon's the 9th. Yeah, I know another 9th, too. I think uh, Dwayne is the 16th. Okay, Joe, his dad, is the 11th, too, I think. That sounds right. Um, my Franco, our buddy Franco. Ninth. Ninth. Uh, his uh, mother-in-law, Hazel, she's somewhere in this area, the 13th, perhaps. Lots of October birthdays. Libras. Yeah. The Libra Zebras, that's what we are, baby. I wonder if it's like, you know, people getting knocked up on New Year's or like something... It's somewhere close to that. Pretty isn't close. It? Or people get shut in all winter, and it's winter, yeah. and it's time to throw down. Yeah. Um. My I my brother was born in September. It's harder to pull out when the blankets are all on. Yeah, you, you get froze together. My brother was September. I'm October. My other brother November. My sister November, and my other sister December. I think my brother was my other brother, the one that's dead now. Hmm. He, he he's dead. He's December. Yeah, he's dead. Died. Dead as fuck, dude. You was, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy That makes people uncomfortable But what am I going to do <laughs> uh, I think the best humor is supposed to Yeah It doesn't make my, my mom laughs when I do this The, type the of fewer stuff. people that think it's funny The f- funnier I probably think it is Ain't that the fucking truth Tell us to the girls I'm talking to online <laughs> 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 You shouldn't joke about those things I'll kill myself if I don't Anyway, let's come into a Ryan Adams song He's not controversial This is before Ryan Adams was problematic or Before we knew he was problematic Alright, right, right. Yeah. He likes little girl Or, you know Young appearing young, girls Young adults yeah. Not legal adults It's not legal to want to fuck them That's what I always say, folks It's not illegal to want to fuck them <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mind is so blank He takes forever to get to his choruses And I just wanted to get to the chorus, you know It's a good chorus It just takes forever to get to it, you know He's got a lot to say in these verses of his But I can't say anything because there's a song on my album That it is a full four minutes before he gets to the chorus And the song is four minutes three, Probably three minutes before he gets to the chorus Because remember we cut a chorus out Which one? Oh, oh I yeah. see No I know it's uh, the guitar one, um, who I was before. Oh, okay. We, we cut a chorus out. You're like, fuck it. It's a Neil Young song. <laughs> we, just, we did, I think, three verses, but I never stopped singing, so there was no break. Because we were trying to put guitar solos in there, yeah. and it was just getting long. I said, I want seven guitar solos <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> and that's what you got. Go check it out. 
Uh, Swamo, tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll, the Soul and the Godfather, Gas, blah, 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 blah. Episode 232 of Pillow Fort Radio. We're here where queer get used to it. It's a Thursday evening. A, a beautiful fall Thursday evening. It has been a fucking great weather week. Even when it rained, I was like, I, I'm wet, but I'm not sweating. Yeah, it was like in the 60s and rainy. It was but, great. But it wasn't downpouring. It was nice. Yeah. Except for when I had to go outside. It's like, hey, it's like Seattle. Yeah, it was like Seattle for I'm, a I'm, day and a half. I'm going to go, you know, make some make some sad grunge tunes. And I did. I this. did not, actually. Actually, when it's nice nice out, I'm sadder. <laughs> I, get, I get the best moods whenever it's uh, a little shitty, you know? Sometimes, like, the heat, like, July, when it's really humid. It's oppressive. Yeah, and it's just like, that can make me depressed. It makes me, it makes me feel like I know what it was like to be a slave. And then, like, yeah. <laughs> because you do. <laughs> I do. I mean, you've, you've, it's, it's, you've done physical labor. It's six one way, half dozen. The, it's the five same finger, Five thing. fingers. I've six listened toes. to Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> the same. I mean, it's not that different. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not that different. As always, I'm joined by the world's greatest claw machinist, weighing in at 194.3 pounds. I'm guessing it's probably about right. It's close. It's in there. Um, he is the dirty shame. He is Juna. He's Bone Cruncher. Um, he's many things, but he is uh, the co-host. You know, they say J- Chuck was the co-host, but he's just a yeah. featured player. He's yeah, I, like got a, the, I got the Silver Sal Award, yeah, but really I should have gotten yeah, co-host. Yeah, yeah you got you, you should have been the co-host. That is, that's, that's forgivable. That's that okay. is Johnny Liberty Loads, a Juan Morgan. And your birthday's uh, Saturday. I didn't get you anything. I don't. I don't celebrate it. So okay. I don't. Please, <laughs> please don't wish me a happy birthday. Okay. I would prefer, yourself. I mean, you can, but whatever. You but. know what I did last year? I disabled notifications so where people would be notified that it's my birthday, just yeah. so I could bitch about it online. That nobody. <laughs> 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 just so I could be like, oh, I see nobody's wishing me happy birthday, but my mom. Thanks a lot, guys. Because you, you know how it is when you get those it's, stupid happy birthday. It's overwhelming. Things. I like. I mean, it's nice that you were reminded to think of me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, mean, I just, I don't know what it is, man. I just, I just don't like. I don't like celebrating my birthday to begin with. I haven't, you know, since I was a teen. And then I don't like the Facebook attention, like the saccharine kind of like happy yeah. birthday. It's but like, I do like being. It's an like that's why I dis- disabled the notifications and then made a big deal about it. Uh, so like yeah, so honestly. If you get the inclination to wish me a happy birthday on social media or anywhere else, with all due, you know, with respect, if you do it, that's fine. But I would prefer that you didn't. Now you have brought me a big green bag. It's like a what would you say? Is that like almost it's like a paper, OD, like OD green almost, or it's like olive green? It is like an olive drab sort of. It's kind of a nice color. Uh, yeah, I like the color. It's a great color. I feel like I've had uh, cargo shorts this color before. Yeah, definitely. And there's something in the bag, and this is a seasonal gift, probably centered around my birthday. Yeah. And you would like me to open this on the show. Yeah, I want there to be an unveiling. An unveiling. Okay. I got a hint. I I think I know what it is, but I'm not 100% sure. I hope it's a dildo. No, I'm not going to spend that much money. (laughs) Maybe a cheap one. I'm pulling out a paper. 
It's got all kind of sparklies on wrapped it. Wrapped in sparkly paper. Take My mom pic- helped me with that. I'm going to take a picture of the, the sparkly paper before I unveil. Yeah, we should put that Just on Just for the, prosperity's put sake. That, put, we should put it on the Pillow Fort Radio page okay. so, that, so that our true fans will go look. Yeah, and then they can make memes out of it if it's something weird. Now I'm going to unveil the paper. I've got some several ideas of where we can put it, and I almost brought you know some tools and things. No. <laughs> Because it's got to go somewhere in your home or outside of your home. Okay, I'm unwrapping. Still unwrapping. Un- un- unveiling the paper. <laughs> oh my fucking god! I would say that it's life size. <laughs> if you look at the size of his face, I would say that it's life size, but I think he's a lot bigger than that. Oh, he's he's, he's at least eight feet tall. He's fucking huge. And so the, the, our listeners, <laughs> listeners know what's going on. It's a three by five foot flag. <laughs> of, of Rambo's body with the, with the machine gun and the and the grenade launcher on it, the classic. But it's got Donald Trump's head on it. And what does it say? It says no. It says no man, no warrior, no commie can stop him. Can stump him. Can stump no him. man, no warrior, no commie can stump him. You know who's going to love this even more than I do? Chuck, Chuck, Gator, Chuck because it's going to hang directly behind, behind him. <laughs> I thought about that. Or I thought I thought about just like you hearing like the dogs barking and you hearing like tick 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 tick, like me like hammering it up onto your porch before I came oh in. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> this is among the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> Uh, roadside flea market type deal. There were there were rebel flags, there were pot pipes, there were knives for sale. <laughs> I love it. Oh god, it's so stupid. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, we're definitely. I should drape it. <laughs> yes, I feel like um, uh, I'm uh James Brown, the hardest working man in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> so I drape myself in my our leader's flag. That's the most patriotic thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> and you know the one that the, the classic gif where he's on the tank? Yes. The fireworks? They had that one too in flag form. But I was like, we've all seen that one a bunch of times. I've never, I've never seen, seen this. this. Yeah. No, this is amazing. What a time to be alive. I might just put that right over the Beatles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, hanging. You know, I was saying front porch. You know, right under the the, the light, so you can light it up all night. It would be hilarious to hang it on the front porch. <laughs> I have to be honest. I don't. I don't know if I get the stump him part though. I don't know either, and I don't care. <laughs> like I thought it was. I, my eyes aren't very good, so I thought it said, "No man, no warrior, no commie can stop him" or something. I just glanced at it. But you gotta think this was probably made in Russia. Like I was driving by. This was in Glasgow, and I was driving by. Oh, okay, I've seen them. And I I've had. To, I actually out. stopped and did a U-turn. Like turned around and then had to go to the bank to get cash, and then immediately went to the city bank right there to get cash so I could buy this thing. <laughs> and I just saw it like out of the corner of my eye. I didn't know what it, I didn't know what the what the caption said or anything. I just saw Rambo's body with Donald Trump's face on it, and just I had to have it. I'm going to name this episode "No Man, No Warrior, No Commie." <laughs> oh God! In parentheses, the birthday app. This is insane. 
I can't wait for the next step when Charles comes in and sees this hanging behind where he sits, and I take a picture of him <laughs> with this behind him and start a propaganda campaign against him. Talk about how he signals as though he's this leftist he's, hero, but, but he's, he's really a trumper. He's really like a, a seed. Like he's like trying to get on the inside to destroy to destroy the left from the inside. In case you're listening at home, I am wearing this still as a cape. <laughs> <laughs> no man, no warrior, no commie can stump him. What is he playing trivial pursuit with these motherfuckers? No, we're going to war. He knows he, he knows we're fighting. Yeah. It's like you know those those like uh those trivia games they play in bars. He's the best. Uh you know what? I played with him before. He knows a lot of trivial shit. Yeah. He knows. I mean, I mean, he was getting things from the early episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah. I mean, people, early people say that Simpsons. people say that he's not competent to be president. They haven't played trivia games with him. Yeah. I played nineties trivial pursuit with him. He got, it was the only thing he wasn't really good at is like the hip hop questions, which I understand. He's an old man. Yeah. It's a little, a little too black, too black for, <laughs> are you okay? John, are you okay? Oh God. Would you like to wipe your, the corner of your mouth off with this no. beautiful Trump flag? I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare desecrate such a beautiful thing. <laughs> I got kratom in my throat. Kratom will do that to you. We got um, we got a guy at work taking it now. He's going getting it from gas stations. He likes it a lot. The gas station, this, all the gas station stuff I had was whack. Yeah, that's what I told him. He's getting whack stuff. I, told, I actually said it was whack too. Yeah. Um, Aaron works with me now. The That's, guy, the guy that we used to pretend was not real. That I used to pretend was half of my two characters. Yeah. On he, um, he takes uh, kratom at lunch. Gets all dosed up, hammered. Just gets hammered. Just gets hammered. Every Just stumbling around, frothing at the mouth. Yeah, it's actually become a problem. They're thinking about letting him go, but hopefully he doesn't listen to this. Straighten up, bud. Straighten up. Um. Fuck. What has happened this week? Yeah. The seemed like the big news was um everybody's mad at Ellen for pelling around with uh George W. Bush. She went to a baseball game with him? Football. A football game. game. And sat with him yeah, at the Dallas Cowboys. Baseball's game. over. She made like a great statement. She made like the, the Yeah. Like and I'm like It's a statement yeah. that that like a, a lot of people need to take to heart right now. Yeah, it's like it's like that's the answer to like a lot of the nation's yeah, you problems. Can be, you can be friends with people that you disagree with, and I'm like, yeah, that's a great statement, but maybe not that guy. Maybe not a war criminal. Well, and I, 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 I think the same thing about Obama. I think it, uh, even though I love Trump and I support him 100, percent I do believe he should be impeached and tried for war crimes. But but, that, <laughs> but that's not what they're trying to impeach him for. Yeah, no, they want other <laughs> things. Some trivial, yeah, things. some trivial bullshit. Impeach him and try him for war crimes. You'll have my one hundred percent support. But yeah, maybe maybe uh, try Bush, the, try Bush the is last not the best. Him and the last two, three, four. You could try. Yeah, you all could of go them. all the way back to maybe Jimmy Carter. After Jimmy Carter, I think Kurt Carter was kind of on the yeah, up got, and up. Got really bad there, and he seems like a really good guy. Old I, Jimmy, I was acutely aware of how bad it was during the W years. And yeah. he, people forget how bad he was and how angry people were at him. We were, and they're just like, "Oh, he was great compared to Trump." It's like, no, he, no, was, he was not. not. No, he's still far worse than Trump because he lied us into two wars. 
Yeah, he he started. I mean, the whole patriotic thing and the whole that that whole blanket surveillance of everyone all the time. Yeah, the the whole like really strip you know, wiping out of constitutional freedoms. He was, he's the man. No one. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Obama might have done more damage, but because he he brought a pretty face but to W. Go along with but it. W. Set up the pens. I mean, he's really the one that got it rolling. That's, I'd like to put it like uh, um, Bush. Knock down the pins. Knock down all but to the two in the corner, the seven and the ten. And Obama came in with the seven ten split. He's a great bowler. One being Syria, the other being Yemen. Yeah, just really hammering at home. <laughs> <It's> and <sighs> and Trump is setting them back up and going to knock them down again. Yeah, and maybe add add one more pin with Iran. We don't know. They've been wanting to go to Iran since Ten- the seventies. Uh, certainly since H.W. Bush, they've been trying to do it. Mm-hmm. I look forward to it. It'll give me something to rail against in my music. Not on here, though. I'll act like I fully support it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have we have uh, images to keep up, you know? Yeah. So your birthday Saturday. You turn 37, 8? Eight. 8. I turn 40. Mm, the big 4-0. Yeah, it's weird. It's a big deal. I feel younger than I did when I was 30. If that makes a lot of... Because I'm in better shape. Yeah. I don't drink as much as I did when I was 30, though. I was probably doing younger shit when I was 30. I was probably doing the shit when I was 30, what I should have been doing when I was 20. And I was doing the shit when I was 22. So I spent... There's a whole decade there from 20 to 30 where I was doing the shit that I should have done when I was 20. And I kept doing the shit all the way until I was like 37, most of it at least. Yeah? So, yeah. Then what changed? I decided I didn't want to die before my mom. And so <laughs> <laughs> she has to die before I die so she doesn't have to feel that pain of her other another kid dying. So when she dies, I'm going to let her go, bud. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start doing heroin. We're going to start smoking crack. We're going to start doing meth. We're going to do them all at the same time. Nacho cheese smoothies. Hell yeah, dude. We're made, well, I'm putting ribeye steaks in a blender with um, nacho cheese, sour cream, and nachos. And uh, what are the fl- the uh, the flavor twists? The Fritos flavor twists? <laughs> We're going to town on those motherfuckers because I like them. And I don't eat them anymore except for maybe once a month. Sometimes Shelton will bring them over for the fights. Right. So we're going we're going to ham on that after the old lady kicks the bucket. Anyway, yeah, um, everybody's either mad at Ellen or praising her for uh, saying that we can get along with each other, even if we disagree. So that's the news. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's- that's talked about how a lot of stuff has happened, but it really has it. It's just not fresh in front of you at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, one thing that has happened is season three of Big Mouth. And yes, I've only watched two eps, but it's I've, great. I'm several eps in. I can't remember, but I do have a song from that. I'd like. Hell to yeah, play. dude! Play the song. I don't care about it if it's spoiled. The name of the song is "Anything Goes in Florida." <laughs> I love the people that make this show. They're... 
Hell yeah. Is that Morty? They got drunk girls going wild. Party with margarita villain and cereal killers. While you watch a gator eat a child. Probably the nation in public masturbation. They're jerking up all over the place. We'll get the key lime pie, let's get a bad salt high. But the strangers face because anything goes to Florida. Come on down and do your worst. Stow the rail of a dolphin, naked and a coffin. Chances are you won't be the first. You've been anything, anywhere, anytime, and if They got meth labs and magic kingdoms. Bars and the KKK And when shit goes down You can stand your ground And blow your neighbor away Cause anything goes along Stand your ground long Baby let the good times roll If there's a law you can duck it If you catch it you can fuck it It's America's glory <laughs> you can catch it, you can fuck it. It's America's glory hole Fuck, dude. Pretty good. Yeah. They um. There's a guy, he makes all these documentaries about shit that happens in Florida. Billy Corbin. Corbin. He, uh, he always says, if you want to, if you want people to know who you are, you want, if you want to be found, you go to LA or New York. But if you want to disappear, you go to Florida. Because <laughs> there's no, I mean, it really does seem like there's it's no one of the, scene. Yeah. There's, there's more of a, a bit of a lawless attitude down there from what I understand. I've never been, but a lot of wacky dudes come from Florida. A lot of fighters come from Florida. Yeah. A lot of the pro wrestlers live in Florida cause they don't have a state income tax. No, lot, no inspection, no vehicle inspection law. Hell yeah. Which I agree with. They're probably, there's a movement to get rid of that here. And it, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Where like, like you can't get anywhere without a car in most of the state. Yet you have to have like you have all this your, shit. Your fourteen dollar a year. You basically tithe. have to be middle class to be able to afford a car in order to be able to get anywhere yeah. to get a job. Most place, I don't know if a lot of people living outside of West Virginia know this. They don't understand. There's not a whole lot of public transportation. You can't just jump on the take a taxi to work when your car breaks down. They're not coming up to Charlton Heights to pick this guy up. Ain't no bus. Ain't no bus. I think we got to go all the way to Gumry to get a bus. And that's relatively new. It is relatively new. When we grew new. up, there was no bus. There's a, tr- there's a train running through Gumry. Uh, there, yeah, you can get Amtrak. You, you can hop <laughs> an Amtrak um, and go to like... Is there any public transportation in Fayette County at all? Uh... Is there like a bus service in? Right, that bus is for for Kanawha County, correct? Um, not that I know of. I know that there's some uh, charity programs. I don't think they're state or county funded. Like they'll take old people to work in and the stuff. whole town of Fayetteville. If there's one Uber driver, then that's 100 percent more than there usually Should is. Should I quit my job and become an Uber driver in Fayette County? Probably not. Yeah, I hear, but I hear it's not great. I don't know. I hear it's I a good side hustle, but your main hustle, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I think it would be tough. Like a lot of comedians I listen to, uh, they'll do Uber as a side hustle. Yeah. During the day. It's probably a good job for that type of work. Or like a, at a you know, in the bar scene, like that's what most that's what most people do in Fayetteville. They'll they'll like Uber at night so people don't. Yeah, but what if I go to a bar in Fayetteville and I get shit hammered? 
And then Uber drive. Uh, they're then, not driving me down here. I guess they would to get that money, but it would be a hundred bucks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how it works. We we there is a cab company in Smithers. We used to have them come pick us up and take us to the bar, and uh, it was like it was twenty dollars from here to Smithers, which since they were picking up five of us, it wasn't bad. But it would still been twenty bucks. If it was just one of us. Yeah, but that's. I mean, yeah. Well, that that's one thing that happened. Whitney Cummings, the comedian lady, went on that. Uh, I saw something about it, but I didn't late night show and talked some shit. And people are upset because a comedian made fun of people. Well, here's the thing. I'll let you listen to it. Let me see if I can find it. Whitney. There we I watched go. her on. Um, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah, she seems pretty cool. She does talk loud. She has like a a loud delivery, which I think that's just something you learn from being a, a female comedian. Because you kind of have to talk over people yeah. to even be heard. Where am I? I can't find it. Anything goes in Florida. <laughs> I just thought that was great. It's like, th- that's pretty much how I perceive most of Florida. I mean, I understand there are, you know, there are all kinds of people in Florida, but there's also like a lot of fucked up people. Yeah. It's just like everywhere else. Yeah. I think we hear about it a little bit more. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of crazy headlines from there. I'm having trouble finding it. The Whitney, West Virginia thing. You find it again. All right. Whitney Cummings is not happy about her West Virginia roots. Give me the freaking. Oh, is she from West Virginia? She didn't know it. I think that's the the. Uh, I think that's the the crust the cusp of the joke is her dad always told her she was they were from Western Virginia. Yeah. Oh. And uh, she did like a um, a uh, what do you call that a twenty three me or something like that, and found out that it was actually just West Virginia, not Western Virginia. That people, happens a lot. Yeah, people were mad. Hopefully, this will actually have the video yeah. of it. Apparently not. Man. This is annoying. The thing about her is I, I've listened to her enough on podcasts and everything else. She'll just end up coming here. She'll put her money where her mouth is. <laughs> right. She shouldn't apologize for fuck's sake. She was just playing around. I think this might be it. That has changed your life Correct. immeasurably. Pray tell what happened. So I am from D.C. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about very this. Cute. And I spent my summers in the western part of Virginia. My dad mm-hmm. always told me he was from Virginia. He passed a year ago, and I looked at all of his you know, birth certificates and stuff. And he was from West Virginia. 
he lied to us and didn't tell us that we're actually just from West. Do you know West Virginia? I don't. There's a big difference between, between Virginia, Virginia and, and West, West Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Like four chromosomes difference. Uh, That's funny. See. It's like okay. the That's funny. skin tag of Virginia. Right. Uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's between. Have you heard of Kentucky? Uh, yes. <laughs> In what context? A lot of chicken there. <laughs> there are chickens. It's like the taint of Kentucky. Oh, uh, tremendous. Uh, I'm on board. I think I get the vibe the that you're talking about with the, who West Virginia might be. That's where I'm from. Wow. I'm basically first generation like Appalachia. I wouldn't like, say, I'd say we're the taint of Maryland. Like hillbilly. I just because of the found shape. out that yeah. that's my heritage and a lot of things are starting to make sense. Well, I was just about Here's to the say. Here's the thing. It's all starting to add Jesus Christ. <laughs> she brings all the jokes back to herself. A couple years ago, and he gave me Invisalign, and he's mm. just like, we don't know what to tell you. Your teeth are trying to run away from your face. Right. He told me I have weak gums. Like, my gums just don't hold teeth very well. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Like, my teeth just don't want to stay in my head. So I'm like, hillbilly DNA, got yeah. it. And there's... I, you know much about like Appalachia Mountain. These are people that basically like fended off bears like with their personalities. With their <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's how they survived. Just pure crazy like right. in the woods. And a lot of my behavior started to make sense. Like when someone cuts me off in traffic, I follow them. <laughs> like home. Yes. I have followed people to their home before and look at out of the car and they're like, do we have a problem, ma'am? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't really thought this through. <laughs> but I have an instinct to take your land. Yeah. <laughs> we do that. It's your own, but you might just want to sign that over to me. One of us is going to be on the news tomorrow and uh, I'm losing teeth by the day. For so, sure. Wow. Yeah, I've always been into guys with beards. Always been into guys with beards. This marriage is going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. It really is. He, uh, beards, like this is, I can't, like I like them long. This isn't like, enough for you. No, I like them to be this like pub pubic hair. You want a, like, you want a pub chin. Yes. Like, you want crazy. a pub chin. When I see a guy with a beard, something in my like hillbilly DNA, I'm like, Papa? <laughs> something. <laughs> If a guy doesn't have a beard, I don't even know what to do. A guy without a beard, you, no, you have a little something. You just look like food to me. <laughs> I think, I genuinely believe that you should lean into this now. Have I not? No, I, but I'm saying in every, in every way. Okay. Just lean into it. Yeah. Full blown. Maybe even move, get a place there. I might have to. Just what, when he moved to West Virginia, like what? Yeah. I'm sure after this, they'll welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> Banter. Here's the, everybody's angry about it. Not everybody, of course, I'm not. But people are just saying uh, offended. I can tell you, as a matter of fact, that uh, a lot of inbreeding has happened here because. Of, that's who we it's it's just part of being rurally isolated for for a long time yeah and being topographically isolated it's like it's not that easy to move a wagon uh from here to Fayetteville let yeah, alone when there through, were roads let alone across <laughs> the state before we had dynamite blasting through the hills yeah like the, like my actually my house my property if you walk through my barn and walk up the the path there that that was the old wagon trail to Fayetteville it looks exactly like an old wagon trail to Fayetteville that's what it fucking was. I imagine if you took like a, 
you know, took a metal detector and, you know, went over certain areas, you'd find lots of, like, artifacts, metal yeah. shit. My, my problem isn't with people being offended by it. My problem is the very same people that called everybody snowflakes for being offended by Chappelle and all these people are now screaming bloody murder because a lady went on the TV and mostly made jokes about herself that included the context that she was, her roots are from West Virginia. And now they're screaming bloody murder after just a month ago, calling all these people cucks and snowflakes for being offended by Dave Chappelle. I want consistency. Can a comedian make jokes or can a comedian not make jokes? Is it only offensive when it applies to you? Is it only offensive if it's talking about West Virginia? Or is everything, either everything's okay or nothing's okay? That's the way I see it. Well, I mean, people are allowed to say things and yeah. you're allowed to not like it. It's, yeah, exactly. Live with it. But I just like to call out the hypocrisy. Oh, it's, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. And, um, I, I put a post up saying, if you don't like what she said, you're going to hate what we say. <laughs> Especially sometimes Chuck will get on a little rant. I mean, I've said some things. I've said, yeah, some, we've all up, said I've, some terrible I've, things. I've straight up critiqued the culture and said that we have a serious entitlement problem because we yeah. fucking do. We very well do. Not necessarily you or I, but as a culture, like we have like some, like, some like serious victimhood issues. Yeah, everybody. Like we're, we're proud to be victims. We're all entitled to a eighty thousand dollar a year job at a coal mine. Yeah, or or we're just like if we do get abused by you know if we get taken advantage of by the coal company or it's like we're proud to be it's got this proud to be poor thing. It's like yeah, we're victims, and we'll actually like <coughs> be stubborn about continuing to be victims. We won't actually do anything about it. We'll just. So, you know, we're, we're, we can handle it. We're tough enough to be victims. But we can't handle the nice lady on the TV saying mean yeah, things. Yeah, but if someone... Yeah. I think half the problem is that it's a woman saying it. Well, it's a even, woman... Even with women. It's a woman and it's not... She's, it's a hundred, she, she's a city girl. She's not... And she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. She's, I don't know about that. But she's had... Okay, she had her own sitcom called Whitney. It went, I think, three seasons... She created two broke girls. That went on for almost She's, 10 she years. She doesn't have a pink mossy oak hat. Let's put it that way. <laughs> she uh, she rebooted Roseanne. She's, she was the person behind the Roseanne coming back, which that show was good. It was as good as the original. Yeah. Did you see Ro Roseanne on Rogan last I, week? I didn't watch it, but I listened to it. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's a, she's a bit wacky, but like a totally decent person. Yeah, she is. And I'm glad he brought up. And she's like, uh, like she's just like an old lady, like like your old wacky grandma, yeah. who just says shit, who's like yeah. genuinely kind and cares about people, but says wacky stuff. She's a normal sixty-seven or whatever year old woman. Yeah, she's somewhere in that area. She's just she's like my mom, like a normal liberated sixty-seven-year-old woman. Yeah, who has lots of money and smokes a lot of weed. Who's been wildly successful. Yeah, who fucking <clears throat> between she's a self-made woman. Yeah. To, she fucking to the kicked doors degree. open for dirty feet women doing dirty comedy. For fat, ugly women. I yeah. mean, Rose, I mean, she was like, you know what I mean? Like, how is she not a hero? To the, she absolutely like, should be. To like the, the, the body acceptance movement, the women's movement, the 
et cetera, et cetera. It's poor white people. She represented rural poor white people, like white trash people in Roseanne. Yeah, because we... She was doing... She was, they were doing the race issue and, like, like, acknowledge, like having the characters acknowledge that they were 80s. racist yeah. in the 80s when no one else was doing that. And from the perspective of poor white people, like, that was huge. I remember being a little kid and being like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then we maybe watched I, maybe I'm a little matters. bit Maybe I'm a little bit racist. Maybe I should think about it. Because I watched this stupid Roseanne episode. Yeah, and Dan had to deal with, what, one of his... Uh, one of his uh, guys he worked at the, what was he? He was a carpenter or something like that, construction guy. I don't remember the exact context. But I do remember there was like some, some shit there. With, it was dealing, watching people like us on TV, you know, poor people, or even close to poor people, they're making. They had the, the same couch <laughs> and the same TV. <laughs> they had the same blanket on the couch. They were we the had. same, you know, had the same like health level of like, you know, health yeah. and dysfunction. But yeah, she's uh, she's a bit crazy. Um, the reason for that, what made her such a great comedian, is when she was a kid, she got run over by a car, and a lot of people don't know that, and that completely changed her the way her brain. Like worked. when that, like when that wrestler slammed Alex Jones into the pavement and split his skull open. Yep. And Joe, Joe is like sort of like low key hypothesizing that that's why Alex Jones is who he is. Same thing happened to Sam Kinison. I don't know if you remember him. He was a comedian. I remember Lady you talking Ada. about oh, it. Oh. Yeah. Same thing happened to him. He got hit by a car and it completely happened to my brother when he was in that big car accident. He he was a completely different person after that. And not for the better. He he wasn't funny at all, actually. I wish he would have been funny. But he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of turned into a piece of garbage, God rest his soul. Yeah, it's like anytime you take a take a nice hit to the noggin, you're rolling the dice with how it's gonna change your personality. If That's at all. exactly what it is. I don't know how many concussions I officially had. I know I officially had one. Um, but everything else, oh, you got your bell rung. Take a couple plays off and get back out there. Yeah, I got my bell rung yesterday. Did you? In, in training? <laughs> yeah, just boxing. Like, I was sparring with Chris, and we were, you know, like he, like I was taking rounds off, and another guy was cycling in, but Chris wasn't taking breaks, so he got tired. Is he preparing for a fight? I mean, he's kind of always training. I don't think he doesn't have anything lined up, but there's like a. Is he the type that it, there like, might be something? There's like a short notice fight. Somebody drops out or can't make weight or something. They might holler at him. I mean, he doesn't normally do that. I'm sure that's happened. What if there was like a fight in Virginia? If you have to write up, I mean, in, if, if, like a UFC in Virginia, yeah, and they Dana White's going to be there. Of course, yeah. that, I mean, that's what he's waiting for, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Otherwise, he's probably going to get out because it's like. He's been doing this shit for 10 years. It's hard. It's a hard fucking road to hoe. It's fucking hard, yeah. So It's got to be the hardest sport to make it in. So, yeah, we were sparring. Um, it was me and one other guy and Chris. So it was like we were rotating in and then working the bob. You know, So I was getting rest in between, and he was getting no rest. So he was like trying to, like, don't give me any rest. Make me tired. So we were just taking turns on him. So towards the fourth round with him, which would have been his eighth round, um, for me, the fourth round, he was he was getting tired, and I was still pretty fresh because he was working twice as hard. Um, and so it got it got to the point where I sort of sort of sensed that he was weak. I sort of sensed that he was getting a little tired. He was getting, and he could tell I was fresher. And so I sort of laid it on a little bit, you know, caught him, you know, kind of pinned him up against the wall, laid him on some shots, turned turned up just for a second. You got turned. I, I turned from normally I'm on like a four. I turned up to eight. For, oh shit! For like for like ten seconds, he just gave him a little piece, and knowing like I'm going to pay for this. Did you give him the two piece in a soda? It was more like a six piece. Like oh, boom, 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 boom. The family meal. And and his response to that is is normally like I've got to shut this down. So he came back and basically, long story short, short the intensity level went up, 
and he caught me with a hook, and I just said, I said, "Okie dokie." I was like, "I don't, I, I don't need to see any more flashes of light like that." I, right on the I jaw. Yeah, it was on the jaw, but it wasn't. It wasn't enough to like. I think he didn't knock me down. It was just I saw. Bing! It was like it sounded like a bit like an aluminum baseball bat hit my head. Oh, Jesus! And I saw a little flash of light, and I was fine. Like I, I don't feel bad today or anything. But it was enough for me to say. I should probably take him. Let's. Minute. No, we were just done. Like we were, we were both done at that point. Because he, but um, it was just kind of like, yeah, it's, that, that's enough. Did he say something cool like you mess with the bull, you get the horns afterwards? Or <laughs> no, it was. We just we did the bro like talk like talky <laughs> thing after you do when you're all covered in sweat and you just beat the shit out of each other. So you had sex. I like yeah. it. I mean, it's not totally unlike sex. Oh uh, yeah, like fighting. But um. Yes, I got my bell rung. That wasn't a concussion. I can tell. But the one time I did, I, I felt shitty for like three days. The one time I got, um, I didn't get knocked down, but I was like, I was kind of out on my feet. That sucked. Yeah, I got. I don't want to do that. I got nailed in the ear with a baseball uh, when I was 16 at Clay County High School. This motherfucker. Threw at me. First pitch of my high school career. No, it was the second game. It was a doubleheader. I was pitching the second game. We were up first. First pitch in that game hit me right in the ear hole of the you baseball. Were the, you were the first batter? I was the. I was probably late in the lineup because I wasn't that great of a hitter at that point. I was okay at that point, but for, it was my first year playing high school. Mm-hmm. But uh, hit me right in the ear hole. I fell to the ground for like a second. And they were helping me back up. Then I tried to charge the mound. And they <laughs> held me back. And in high school, you're allowed to have courtesy runners for pitchers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they put a runner on first for me, and I went out and warmed up in the back. Um, and I was able to keep my equilibrium. I still can't hear very good out of my And you pitched ear. after that. I pitched after that. And whenever the guy that hit me came up, I plunked him in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Did he charge the mound? No. <laughs> He probably would have fucked me up because he had a bat. I didn't have a bat, <laughs> but that's what you, in baseball. That's what you do. If if uh, their pitcher keeps throwing inside at your guys, or if, one, if their pitcher hits one of your guys, and it seems like, especially if he hits him in the head, you have to hit. That's the rule. You might get thrown out of the game for it, but that's just kind of the rule. Hmm. Um, it's the same thing in um, in football. If they're playing dirty, you got to play dirty. In uh, fighting, if they keep fucking eye poking you, and the referee isn't doing anything about it, you got to give them one. And you're going to be the one that gets caught, but you got to give them one. Nobody hardly ever does that. I don't think. I think fighters are probably the most honorable athletes. As some far of, as some of them, as far as in 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 the actual fight, now they'll cheat outside. They'll take steroids or whatever, which I have no problem with. I wish everybody took steroids. I would say there's a big difference between people that become pro fighters, like MMA fighters, and the average like eight mile MMA fighter, and like the dick bag that's wearing the American Fighter from, T-shirt from, at the gym. From what my instructors have told me, I like this. They're like, this is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym, and we also do some striking and MMA classes. He's like, having an MMA gym, it's like that. You're attracting the worst. Subset, you know, like section of people from society, especially in a place like Beckley, you're going to attract. Because that's, I mean, let's be honest. Beckley's the Florida of West Virginia. The people that are like that don't aren't actually skilled, but are willing to risk, you know, 
you know, being a fighter, basically being, you know, being eight mile, being like, um, be rabid from eight mile, but with fighting. Yeah. You're going to attract some, some real, uh, some real Shawnee Minners. <laughs> you need to bring Shawnee Minner back. We need an episode where Shawnee Minner is the, uh, special guest. I'd have to work on, I haven't been like working on my, my whole redneck routine. I'm a little rusty. I need to work on it a little bit. What do you think about doing a, I wonder how many, how many people would pay for like a Patreon, if we had enough listeners, if we could get 50 people to give us $5 a month, we could put out a Shawnee Minner episode every month. We could put out a Shawnee Minner album. Oh, he! I forgot he's a singer-songwriter. I mean, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> we could put out... He's, he's the David Allen Coe of Southern West Virginia. If we could get 50 people to, to pay $5 a month, we could do a Shawnee Minner episode a month. Just a Chuck episode where I just sit here and let him talk about whatever fantasy books he's reading or history or whatever bullshit. He can scream about Donald Trump. Yeah, he could do that. Un- unhindered. Unhindered. And we could do an Aaron and Elena white people stuff episode a month. Just <laughs> white people stuff. Just for the <laughs> people that pay $5. And then we'll continue to put our regular episodes out, of course. Oh, so you're saying have like, have like farm employment like yeah, farm point but and just make those just for the people that pay the five bucks a month. I'll make it like a yeah, like a bonus, a bonus, uh, bonus. Yeah, thing. and maybe after a month we'll put those out to everybody, or so maybe not. I don't know. One of different ways you could do it, or just make it, just put them out as we do them, and just make it so they have an have access to it. Yeah, and we'll we'll put out our regular episodes up on the page first, the Patreon first, and then. Five days late, three days later, or something, put it out on a regular feed. Shit. I wonder if we could get fifty people to pay five bucks a month. That's what I'm wondering. If you're willing to do that, holler five at your boys. Five dollars a month isn't that much. There are some people. We, could, we might even take less than that if you're. Yeah, you, you talk if you to could us do a dollar a month. You're like, hey, I can't quite afford five dollars a month. Could if you, you could do, do a dollar a month, we could do. Uh, you could get all those episodes. And five dollars a month, you get all those episodes. Plus, you get to ask questions that we'll answer on a, on a special. Yeah, and then like you, you like I don't know. Maybe we could have ten dollars a month. You can be on the fucking show once a month. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's <laughs> there's quite a few. You know, I'll give you my personal there's, phone. Number. There's quite a few fans here that deserve an invite onto the show. You know. Yeah. Like our all, all of our unpaid interns for twenty dollars a month. Um, you can stay at my house on the weekend. And just chill with me. It's going to be devastatingly uninteresting. For $20 a month, yeah, and then you can get like a pork package. Yeah. <laughs> How far can we go with this? We'll have a cookout every month for yeah. the $20 a month supporters. Fuck it. Let's I, make it fun for everybody. I will make it. I will I will pack it in, in, in ice. What's that stuff called? Dry ice. Yeah, pack it in dry ice and mail it to you. For $50 a month, you'll deliver it. Unless it's like in Ohio or and then yeah, and we can have yeah we can have tiers like just different. We have some people that are like uh, military and they listen on, they're like in Germany and stuff. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a. a oh, sorry for a, all the insulting things I say about the. We're not we're not talking about the troops. We're talking about the, the military industrial complex. The, bosses, the whole yeah. the whole. Uh, I have the utmost respect for you because you're human beings, and you're doing a real hard job. I just don't like the way it's run. And that's not your fault. I, d- I don't want, you know, people to die for no good reason. Now, if there's a good reason, what's a good reason for somebody to die, John? 
Um, old age. That's a great reason. That's um, top five reasons, if you ask me. Like, I don't know, like euthanasia. Pedophiles. So that's a good reason to kill somebody, I think. Yeah, I mean, we're all going to die. If somebody steps on my land without my express written consent. Like the way my dad died wasn't too bad, even though it was like tragic and stuff, and it was cancers, and he was kind of young. I mean. The way my dad went out wasn't too he, bad. It was a good death. He had his it, family around him. It he, wasn't sudden. You know, he uh, and like it was also his decision. He decided to stop in, in taking a, his medicine. In a, and, you know, in a category where we're all going to fucking kick the bucket. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of our listeners you could, know this. You could you could like do like there's 40 percent good deaths, 40 percent bad deaths. Yeah. And there's 20 percent. There's 20 percent like, eh. I mean, six one way, half dozen. the other. A lot of our listeners don't know this, but everybody dies. It's kind of like that R.E.M. song. Everybody dies at some, all the time. At some point, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Everybody bars. <laughs> um. Yeah. If we can get feedback from people, we might start a Patreon. Now, Patreon, I think, takes ten percent of the money mm. or whatever, just for the service, which that's reasonable if you ask this guy. Or or we they can just send us money, you know? Um, PayPal.me slash... Yeah, whatever. I don't know if I have a PayPal Ooh. anymore. Just, we could just set one up for... Think you, about getting a Venmo. You personally or... Good. That's what, uh, yeah. I've seen people... I, don't, I know people that do that. And then, and then and you just... you just Like every like 10 minutes on the show, it's like, don't forget PayPal, PayPal.me slash... Yeah, just anyway. really start smashing Yeah, that and it's like, see, if you think this is funny, you want it to... It's, it really does make a difference, folks. And mm-hmm. you gotta really got to sell it. I was a fundraiser. Exactly. I was really good at fundraiser. You have the skills. <laughs> I definitely have the skills. Um, Speaking of Venmo, there was a guy a few weeks ago. He was at College Game Day, which is where they meet... They have a show before all the college games kick off on Saturdays. And uh, they always have a big crowd behind them with signs and stuff. And a guy in Tennessee, I believe, held up a sign and said, need more bush light. <laughs> and he had his Venmo under it. And people just started sending him money on Venmo. And he and what he did is he just he kept enough money to buy a new case of bush light or whatever, whatever the beer was. And um, is donating the rest of it. And he said he's keeping his Venmo open for random donations until... I think last weekend, and he raised two point something million dollars. Damn. Yeah. And then somebody went and uh, did research on the guy, and it turns out 10 years ago he had some racist tweets. And then everybody was like, nobody gives a fuck about that. So so the tide's turning. And his, yeah. his tweets were quotes from the Daniel Tosh, uh, Tosh.0 show. Right. They were jokes. He wasn't really being serious. Yeah. So this guy has to apologize and all this stuff. And this shitty journalist, we have tattletales is what we have. Tattletales going out trying to get everybody canceled, looking up every word. It's like, it's like, it's the new Puritan. It's like the new Puritanism. It's it's McCarthyism. It's like their new Puritans, their new, like, um, you know, I never expect people it. just trying to control society and make things, you know, force people to behave the way they want. Them it's to what behave. the Republicans were in the 80s with uh, rap music and uh, listening to heavy metal is going to make your kids want to kill themselves, which is not yeah, true. Like they're more like they're more fundamentalist religious than the religious. people. Absolutely. Are. Let's go into favorite things, because I do have some things to say about 
favorite things. Um, fuck, I clicked the wrong thing. Yeah, mm. uh, my one of my favorite things is uh all the controversy around a certain movie that I went and saw this week. Mm, yes, I I saw some tidbits about that. Have you seen? You haven't seen the movie yet. Is it something you'd be interested in? Um, you can spoil it. If you, I'm not worried. About, you know, I mean, I also watch it and enjoy it. I, I don't spoilers don't bother me. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but you'll get the gist of what I'm going to talk about. You go, you do your favorite things first. These are a few of my favorite things. What are my favorite things this week? Uh, well, we I can go back into the big mouth. Um, uh, I've just I've rewatched the whole. I rewatched the first. I started two from seasons. the beginning, and I got um, the the girlfriend on it now. Started her on season one, and just really re- enjoyed rewatching all those episodes. It's like it's even better rewatching it. It is so funny. It's like one of those shows I can just watch. I feel like I'm just going to be able to watch it again and again. And so season three is. I forget how far I am into it, but um, uh, you know. Just it's just like comforting. It's, it's like it's like it's like it's like it's not very often where there's a show or, or something that's like I, like I'm looking forward to getting home so I can start binge watching it. Yeah, this is in that category for me. It's it's up there with like Game of Thrones and Stranger Things. So I mean that's a favorite thing. I don't really have any anything thoughtful to say about it. Just check it out. It, do you wish there had been something like that when you were going through puberty? Oh my god! And yeah, we we've I think we've been on this. We've been over this on the show several times, Dutch and I both talking about this should be sex education for middle schoolers because it's very realistic about like what it's like to how horrible it is to go through puberty in this in this culture and um, how embarrassing it is and all these emotions are represented by these different monsters and things and it's just beautifully well done. It's also hilarious. It's also intelligent. It's also that the, the characters are relatable. And it helps you to like learn to empathize with other people. Like, like for example, like there's an episode where the female character. This is in season one, I think. They, the, I think it's the second episode. They go, they go to a field trip to the Statue of Liberty yes, for school, yeah. and her mom forces her to wear these white shorts because she thinks she looks better in them. You look cute in them, or something. And so she, yeah. And then she gets her first period with these white shorts on. In the Statue of Liberty, and there's no toilet paper in the bathroom, and it's like this horrible situation. Then one of her dude friends like goes to the gift shop and buys her a buys her nine eleven never forget towel so she can <laughs> make a diaper and get out of there alive. You know what I mean? It's like things like that. It's like it's like if I had seen that as a you know as a young boy, we would have had more probably. More. It would have it would have it would have kind of been like a, a door in the face like about about what menstruation is, and I'd have been like okay. Like she, like this sucks for for her. Like she's bleeding. It's not that big a deal. It happens to everybody, but it's like you know what I mean. Pain you, that comes along. Yeah, with Yeah, and it. you learn to empathize, and like and like you learn to, even if it's something that you're not going through with your puberty experience, you can like say, oh wow. And they also incorporate things without beating you over the head with uh, like social justice warrior stuff. No, it's just presenting. This is just. Presenting this story of what it's like to be an awkward pubescent. Like, there's the one kid. kid that is figuring out that he's bisexual by fucking pillows. Yeah, and it's the it's not there's not a real preachy moment in it. It's just oh, this kid, he's trying to figure stuff out. He's trying to figure stuff out, and he's a weirdo. But he's just that's not 
he's not a weirdo because he thinks he's bisexual. He's just a weirdo. Yeah. And then there's like one, there's this one kid who's like that kind of weirdo. He's like sex maniac. And then there's another kid who's like not really developing. He's not really, can he really, really get it up? Not really j- able to jack off his yet. His pants get pulled down yeah, at the and golf so course. There's nothing, and it teaches kids. <laughs> it would teach kids, you know, it's okay. Everyone's experience is totally different, and like it's and okay. All, and you're not alone because we all felt like we were alone. It was horrible. It is god awful. I mean, just having a constant erection and trying to hide it and be like, can, can they see my erection? You know, it's like, I told my sister to have her kids watch it. Then I realized when that show came out, her kids are like, one of them was 20 when it came out. The <laughs> other one was 17. The other one was 15. I was like, oh, so they... Maybe maybe a decade late. Yeah, a little bit late for that. But they should still watch it because it's hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's a favorite thing. Um, I'll say it every every time they bring a new season out. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's so funny. I think somebody said it had, like, is it has the only perfect rating on... Maybe it was Rotten Tomatoes or something crazy. Like, yeah. It, it has, like, a great ratings. Yeah. And it's... And deserved. What's, what's deserved funny like, about it... Is it's a filthy comedy? Yeah, it's raunchy. It is very raunchy, but it they just nail every aspect of it because it's. I know all the. I don't know them personally, but I've watched all the uh, all the people that make it in other things, and I've heard them on podcasts and stuff. Yeah. So I knew going into it, Nick Kroll's making this fucking show. It's going to be good. John Mulaney's in it. It's great. So uh, every year when they come out with a new season, I'm going. To, we're going to harp on it again. How fucking good this show is. It's fucking hilarious. Yep. And they're making a spinoff. Oh, neat. Called Human Resources. I'm guessing that's where the uh, all the hormone monsters work and the inner workings of that. So that'll be fucking interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep making that shit. Anyway, is that all your favorite things? Anything else? Um, just fitness and continuing the fight training. I've been... Uh, last week, more so than this week, I think I got, I think I got like 12 workouts in last week. You know, just just up in the up in the up in my game a little bit up more, the get, getting a little more serious about getting some getting results and feeling feeling the results like in my body and um, and then there's been like some new new blood in, in, in the jujitsu classes at least. So more challenges, more people to fuck fucking roll. With. I'm not yeah, I'm not losing all the time now. Yeah, because I have like all of a sudden I'm better than a lot of people because they're brand new. And so that's kind of encouraging to not get mopped. Get get the, you know, get the shit kicked out of me every time I go play jujitsu. It's nice to spar with different people, you know, roll with different people, and actually does it get some submit people? Um, uh, disencouraging, discouraging, discourage. <laughs> you should write down disencouraging just as a potential name, just so we don't forget <laughs> that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm 40 years old and I'm stupid. I think the Kratom hit him a little yeah, bit. A little bit. Um, losing, like, just. I mean, because I, I remember what it was like when I was a sophomore playing, seen, like, going against the seniors just in practice. Because there's a difference between a 16 year old and an 18 year old. Yeah, big the difference. An 18 year old's a man. Yeah. And I, was, I would get the, the floor mopped with me by our own team teammates you know right and it got a little bit disencouraging uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, definitely and and it, and it's just a common thread with jujitsu ju- players too is um you, you kind of plateau and you feel like you're not going anywhere and that's when a lot of people sometimes get discouraged and quit but what happens is it's like you you 
you improve in bursts. It's like you'll plateau and maybe even get a little bit, feel like you're getting even worse sometimes for months and months. And like, I'm working hard. I'm doing all the, I'm, I'm paying attention in class. I'm, you know, and I feel like I'm doing all the things I should be doing to get better, but I don't feel like I am. <laughs> and everybody goes through it. And yeah, and that's why, that's why, uh, first of all, that's why not very many people make it to blue belt. And then there's also blue belt itis where you get the blue belt and you're like, oh, I got my black belt. I'm done. And people get their blue belt and then stop coming. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it's so hard to get it. And then to get your purple belt's that much harder again. And you're just kind of like, eh, I'm good enough. Jiu-jitsu goes. But being a purple belt, being a blue belt, so white belt, blue blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. And then stripes. Like you get. And then once you're you're like Hicks and Gracie or something, you get a coral belt, right? Oh, I don't know about that. It's like a kind of a pink, pinkish color. Like there might be five people in the world today. No, I don't even know about that. But um, getting your blue belt is a big fucking deal. It's not like getting your yellow belt or your blue belt in karate, where you just show up and get your participate. You know, take the test, break the board or whatever. It's like, you know, what I mean, it's a it's it's an accomplishment to get a blue belt in most BJJ. The blue belt would mean you're proficient in at least the basics, right? I mean, it means more than that from my from what I've seen, but I don't know. I've I've seen people there's some people with blue belts who you know I'm not like intimidated by or impressed with their skills or whatever, but then that but just generally speaking, just my experience with like like they're definitely not giving that shit away. Oh, um, Right on. So, yeah, so, but I forget where I was. Those favorite things. Up in my game, turn, turn, turn in some quarters. I could feel like I turned another corner. You hit the weights anymore? Um, yeah, I'm back on the weights. I took maybe two or, or so weeks off for no reason, really. I just stopped putting my energy into it. Like, I was getting sore and stuff, and I just, I got discouraged a little bit. I get disencouraged a little <laughs> bit and just kind of stopped. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Just, just like... A pulse, like like I'm just going to stop for a minute. Like I'm just not going to think about it. But the weights are like right in the area where I sit and hang out, so it's like it's like right in my face all the time. So I'm yeah. like, um, so I've, I've started back, and I'm kind of modifying what I'm doing a little bit, um, but I'm still not doing it like a bunch of times a week. I'm still trying to do it once or twice a week on top of everything else. I think twice would be good with all the other shit you're doing. Twice would be probably what you would consider perfect but once once is good yeah, yeah i'm just trying to you know I, I think once i get it's like it with everything else it's like once you get over a certain hump uh it won't be so painful it's like i get really sore a lot of times yeah and so um, i'm learning i'm learning to not to, to just go through the motions without being doing real heavy yeah like i'm doing heavy with like Bench and rows because those are the two areas that I care about actually building up, and then everything else. I'm just like, oh, I'm just kind of, I'm just going to go through the motions and and use good form and do it, do do light, do do you know, not do weight that's not really challenging for me, rather than doing nothing. Yeah, is is where I'm at right now, especially yeah. with the legs. The legs are the legs like squats are intimidating to me because it's like. I'm I'm having a lot of soreness that's lasting a long time, and I'm getting really tight in my hips, which fucks everything up for me. It makes it harder for me to do other things like jujitsu. So I'm just finding the balance, and I've been jogging a lot more. I'm jogging like maybe three days a week. Um, the the fucked up thing with weightlifting 
is for the first three weeks, you're going to be sore all the time. But then after that, you won't be. You will, it'll feel like you're not even getting anything done because you're not sore anymore. Yeah, that's. I want to get. But to, you are getting things. It is working. And there's and there was that thing like uh, Firas Ahabi where he says, you know, you shouldn't be sore. Which ever. Which I think to, I think that's a little bit hyperbolic, you know. But but that being the goal is an interesting way to think about yeah. it. Like being able to train every day without being sore. You can would do be that. would be optimal. But when you first start, no matter what you do, even if you just put yeah. Just use the bar to bench press, just because it it doesn't get that that specific motion very often. If you do twenty five reps or something, when I was at the worst, it's going to be a little sore. I was in the worst shape I've ever been, probably like a little over a year ago, and I just went I went bowling by myself. I was like, I just want to just spend a day bowling. I'll work on my. I want to try bowling again. And I I went and did that, and and there was just you know it was just um I was I was just like sitting down, just sitting down and standing a lot. And then the bowling and like, like I felt like I had done squats. Yeah, I was sore <laughs> from from body weight, <laughs> from standing up, standing up and sitting back down. That's when I was like, like yeah, like there's no way you can go from that level of being unfit to like where I am now without some soreness. Oh yeah, that's got to happen. You could just do instead of doing weighted squats, you could just do body weight squats. That's what I do now. Well, um. And I do those, um, but like I like I think having the bar there yeah. is important for um, just like structure and and mm-hmm. just that even that forty five pounds makes a difference. But I like doing a little bit more than that, and, and that's another thing I'm doing. I'm not doing five by fives with legs. I don't think that's right for me. At least at least closer to ten, you know, reps. Well, a pr- an appropriate amount of weight and doing mm-hmm. closer, a little bit higher, lighter weight and higher reps. I think is better for me for my legs, for my goals. And for my body, I think that that's better. But but then on the now on the chest and the back stuff, where I am trying to beef up a little bit, I think that I'm comfortable doing five by fives with that. I'm I'm debating on what I'm going to do when I go back to the gym because I don't want to get into that trap like I did last time of just putting the most heavy thing I possibly can on there and doing it five five sets of five every time. Yeah. Because even though my my muscles weren't sore, like my shoulders were sore, like in the joint. Yeah, there's like there's like a there's like a give and take with like how much strain you're putting on your joints. And like I I was doing um like I did uh, shoulder presses, and I was real impressed with how much I was able to do because I've always kind of been a little bit stronger in the shoulders than the rest of my body. And I was like doing a lot of weight, and then I heard a, I felt a kink. Yeah. And I was sore for fucking two weeks because I there had like an injury in my left shoulder from body surfing where I twisted my shoulder real bad. And it's like it would have been so much better if I'd just done lighter weight and yeah. continued instead of stopping. Took fifteen pounds off of it and Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a thing to hang from? Like when your squat rack, does it have like a bar at the top? No, but I could I could raise the squat rack and then hang from the bar with my legs tucked. Yeah. To do pull ups. It's a little bit awkward, but I can do them that way. But just hanging for like 30 seconds a couple times a day, that'll uh, stretch your stretch, uh, decompress. Mm-hmm. It'll decompress your shoulders and uh, they're your back fine. Too. They're fine now. I just, I just, I, st- I went too heavy too quick, you know, and I should have just, I should have just been doing what I am, what I'm doing now. And then every now and then, once a month, and be like, I'm going to go heavy today yeah. when I'm feeling it and I'm like, you know, get, 
get all herbed up. You know, I've been I do my herbal supplements, do take a bunch of tea boosting herbs and get all hyped up on super cool <laughs> and go heavy one day. Or but Alex I, Jones but, supplements. But, but yeah, but I think doing it, doing it every, going heavy every, you know, several times a week is not right for my body. Uh, at this age, considering the how little weight training I've ever done in my life, it's just not. It's not smart. Smarter thing for me is just building on what I already have and building the things that I've always wanted to build up. I can already tell your shoulders are getting a little bit wider. Maybe they are, but it's the thing too is like I I still have not lost any weight, and that's a, a, partly a lot because of the the Arnold Palmer spiked. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm addicted to. Well, also, you're going to gain a little bit because you're building but, muscle. Yeah, I'm losing fat, and I've been losing fat and gaining muscle very slowly and steadily for over a year now. It's, it's been very gradual. But my cardio is a lot better. Um, my jiu-jitsu is way better. My striking, all that stuff, all the things related to martial arts, it's like I'm... Pretty much everything's, uh, everything's better for me now. Like... Uh, Going on hikes isn't really a big deal anymore. Um, walking upstairs, um, getting up after taking a dump isn't too bad now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> depends on the dump. Depends on the dump. Yeah, sometimes I just like it and I like to sit there. Um, it's. Uh, I wish I'd have done this uh, years ago and just figured it out. You know, but sometimes you got to fucking. You got to. What sit they say: it. youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, I was also real depressed a lot. So whatever you had to go through that, it's just, it's, it's a it's, it made me who I am it's today. A, it's a crooked line that you had to walk. Yeah, me and Chuck went and saw Joker. Mm. And of course, I wore my flak jacket because I didn't want any of those incels coming in to to shoot up the place. You know, I mean, there was all that fake bullshit drummed up by the fucking media, and I hate to be that guy, but Jesus Christ. There is, it is uh, ridiculous that this guy made this movie and people are losing their minds about it, but I don't know why, you know? Yeah. The, um. I know why. I can't figure, the, the, all the outrage came from people that hadn't even got to see the movie yet, you know? I mean, this movie won awards at film festivals. Uh, everybody was raving about Joaquin Phoenix's performance, and he was fucking amazing. And it's like it's a we a tour de force. Performance. We have these like uh, all these comic book movies with all these fucked up villains doing all this this terroristic these terroristic things, and all of a sudden it's a concern. All of a sudden it's a concern because. Is it because uh, they were they were calling him an incel? They were saying he's an a, an incel that's been shunned by society and all this stuff. That's not what it is at all. That's not what that movie's about. It is an extremely realistic portrayal of what what it's like to be mentally ill. So was so, in the world. So was he like tortured as a child or something? Like what? What's kind of like without giving too much away? He has this condition where he laughs at inappropriate times. Oh, I have that. You do, <laughs> and um, he would he'll just start laughing, and he's got d- depression, uh, everything you can think of, and funding. It's nineteen eighty one or eighty two. Funding has been cut 
to mental health facilities. Reagan did this in, in the 80s. And they, they pretty much just said, go deal with it on your own. And he's poor. He lives with his mom still, Francis Connell. Connor? Connell? Francis Connell. She was in um, Six Feet Under, if you're ever a fan of that show. She was the mother in that show. She's great in this movie. Um, she's an old lady. She's on her deathbed, all this shit. All kinds of fucked up shit's happening. And he lives with her. And he wants. he's a clown. He works at this thing that rents out clowns. Like, to go hold signs and stuff. They wave their signs and shit. And he wants to be a stand-up comedian. And there's like a, he has his joke book in it. And there's like a passage in his joke book. It says the worst part about being mentally ill is everyone expects you to behave as if you're not. And which is true. But there's a scene where he's at the comedy club and he's watching a comedian just laughing his face off at weird times. And he's, like the comedian's telling uh, sex jokes, and you can you can see in his notes that uh, talking about sex is always funny. Like he he doesn't understand why things are funny, but he does realize that they're talking about sex, so he he, he can't pick up on things. He is there's a bit of autism. It's a dis- dissociative, I think, is the psychology term. Yeah, he has a dissociative disorder, and uh, along with lots of other things. Sure, and his name's Arthur Fleck. Um, dude, it is one of the more, um, disturbing movies I've ever seen just cause he, he gets treated like garbage. There's not a good person in this movie. There's not a moment of laughter in this movie that it, it is very realistic for what it might be like for a person. Of course it's turned up a bit. Mm-hmm. It's a comic book movie, Yeah, but, um, the whole movie, he, he moves weird. Like, he can't. He doesn't walk right. His shoulders all weird and fucked Wait, that, up. That's just Joaquin Phoenix normally. But when he <laughs> kind of. But when he finally becomes the Joker, it's the veganism. His, his brain is not. His brain's not getting the finally, essential acids that it needs. When he finally becomes the Joker, like he walks with his head held high, his shoulders back, he's smooth and everything. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Taxi Driver. I have. It's been a long time. Great. Um, and uh, another movie that it borrows. Ha- and I'm not. It borrows. It straight up steals, like the mood and everything from Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. Both of them are Scorsese movies. Um, it's uh, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. But it's also one of the movies that you're like, it's devastating the entire time. There's not a lot of violence in it, but when it gets violent, it gets fucking violent. You know? Mm-hmm. It all kicks off. They were worried about right-wing violence uh, coming from this movie. Right-wing incels, like incel uprising, all this shit. Yeah. It all kicks off whenever there's three um, Wall Street bros harassing a woman on the subway in Gotham. And he starts his inappropriate laughter, and he's in his clown makeup. And... Um, they start asking him what he's laughing at, and then they start beating the shit out of him. And he's been given a gun because he was attacked at work before in like the opening scene, like a a bunch of Utes, <laughs> a bunch of the Utes. two Utes, a bunch of Utes. Your Honor, they stole his sign and beat the shit out of him in an alley. 
And a lot of people were mad because they were of various colors. They were they were ethnically diverse. There was a white kid, Italian kid, a Puerto Rican, a black kid. <laughs> it was it was an ethnic ethnic ethnically diverse cast of kids beating the shit out of Arthur in this fucking alley. But his uh, one of the guys at work gave him a gun uh, to to help him deal with that. And so then he's on the train and the the they're harassing this woman. He starts laughing and they're like, "Oh, you got a problem?" And then they start beating the shit out of him. And then finally he has enough and he sh- pulls out the gun and shoots two of them, which, I mean, stand your ground. <laughs> they, those two deserved it. And then the other guy takes off running and he chases after him, after him, and kills him on the steps and then walks away from it. And then uh, the town hears about it and there's, there's like this left wing uprising. It completely turned it on its head to what everybody thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's he's a he's not he's not anything, but it's a left wing uprising in the city. It, you could even call it anarchist because they want the whole thing torn down. They want the they want to they they want to watch the world burn. <clears throat> those aren't anarchists. Dutch. Those are communists. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Was I mean everybody's really mad at the rich people in this movie? When 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 the left wing group of people wants to tear down this society and start from that's that's usually. The commies. commies. But um, my brand of anarchism uh, doesn't believe in you know, doing that. I don't believe in any kind of violence ever. And that's the Pillow Fort Radio guarantee, unless somebody's violent towards you. Unless it's <clears throat> you're being violent towards a pedophile. Yeah. Because we're um, the most anti-pedophilia. We are the most anti-pedophilia pe- podcast out there. But um, Thomas Wayne is running for mayor. And uh, his mom used to work for Thomas Wayne 30 years ago when he was Thomas Bruce's father. Thomas Bruce's father. And um, she, she said, Thomas will help us. We just need to – I sent him a letter, and he's going to help us get us out of this hole. And um, what was it? I mean, I know what it was. I think there's some speculation that Thomas is his father. The and, Joker's father. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's what there's speculation that Thomas is his father, and he goes to Wayne Manor essentially, and he's outside the gates, and he's wearing his clown makeup. No, he might not be wearing his clown, but he's just wearing the nose. And Bruce Wayne slides down a pole, just like in the original Batman series, the little kid, and like he talks to him at the gate, and he makes his face smile like this. He puts his hands on his face and makes a smile like that, and Alfred comes up and runs him off. And he t- he was uh, telling Alfred that his he's Bruce he's uh, Thomas's son, and th- it's a whole thing. I don't want to go through the entire plot, yeah. but it is. If he doesn't win an Oscar, it is disgusting. Better than Heath Ledger's. I mean, that's kind of it, apples and oranges. It is completely different. Yeah, but I will say it's as good. The movie itself, just as a character study of someone with extreme mental illness. It's probably one of the better movies I've ever seen. As far I think as that it, goes. I think it should be banned. Well, we can't do character studies. We can't study mental illness. Well, I recently saw an article about uh, somebody in the academy that gives out the Oscars talking about how I'm not sure that we should reward this movie. Blah blah blah. This blah blah blah. The best picture two years ago was called The Shape of Water, and it was about a woman fucking a fish. I saw your post about that, but I didn't get it because I didn't know that movie. It's about a woman fucking a fish man. Mm. She falls in love with a fish man. 
a magical fucking fish man, and we rewarded that. Like a merman? Sort of. But he's, he looks like a, like um, some sort of monster from a movie, but he's like jacked. But he's got scales and everything. He's got gills. He's got like things How on can the I side. heard of this movie? It's a it's a very good movie, Guillermo del Toro. But what I'm saying is something that ridiculous. <laughs> can but something real and gritty and fucking I can't believe they let this movie be made. Honest to God, I can't believe they gave them money and let them do it. And I think part of the reason why they let it happen is because uh, Martin Scorsese got involved as a producer. Why do you why why are you why do you feel that way that you're surprised that it was allowed I can't, to happen? I can't believe because of the social they let justice them put thing. The, well, yeah, and they put the Joker prop. It's it's a DC property. These are fam. It's a family movie. It's R rated. Usually, these comic book movies they're violent, but they're just PG thirteen cartoonish enough to where it's not real. This is very real. This is more realistic than the Dark Knight trilogy, which I love. Yeah, it's more it's more realistic than um, like the Departed or something. Well, see, like that's that. that's the thing I think that maybe turns me off about a lot of the comic book movies is that they're that they're good at representing the comic book, which is very not real. Yeah, and that kind of makes me think, hey, it's not real. Whereas, like you know, I'm watching Game of Thrones. I'm like, eh, this is believable. This seems pretty real, yeah. except for the dragons. But then again, we don't know what happened when this is set. Sure, and but, also it's set in an alternate universe. But I, so yeah, but I'm just saying. But I, like I, this, I can see myself really liking this movie because this, of the realness. Of I, it. I implore you, take your your gal, go watch this fucking movie. Yeah, it is that good. Um, what's like a good fucked up movie that I know you like? Um, mm, I remember you liking Vanilla American Stone. Psycho. It's better than American Psycho, um, but it's not funny like American Psycho is. I'm just trying to think. American of- Psycho is 100% funnier than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of fucked up movies do I like? Hmm. There's a lot of them. Yeah, like if you like uh, Taxi Driver or um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That yeah, was, I like that movie. I mean, this is a more realistic uh, portrayal of mental illness, I, I would say. Even though I love One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, it's great. It, it's human. It has a human yeah. element to it. Yeah. There's a bit of a happy ending on that one. You're not going to get that with this movie. Yeah. You will not stand up and cheer at this movie. You'll come out thinking about things a little bit more. It's, I can't believe the guy the guy that directed it, Todd Phillips, he did uh it's he's done mostly comedies. It's been the Hangover trilogy. Stuff like that. That that's been his calling card. Um But he just he wrote him and another guy wrote the movie and he directed it. And it is there I can't think of anything to make it better, you know? Usually you go to a movie and it's like, okay. And people are up in arms about it and the biggest movie from this year made the most money of all time, actually, is, is uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, a guy has this Infinity Gauntlet, and if he snaps his finger, half of all living things die in the entire universe. Trillions of living beings die, but this, there might be 10 people that die in this movie. In, <laughs> in, in Joker, there might be 10, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous that it's gotten that much... Uh, this much flack, but what what I what I was saying is I can't believe a big studio let them make this movie violent, gritty, real. I can see this being an independent movie, but they wouldn't have the Joker property to go along with it. 
But did uh, I think it shattered the box office records for an October opening? So hopefully that hopefully they keep going down this road. Alienate people, people that aren't into it. And yeah, for real. Stop, stop! I loved it. Stop fucking flavoring everything to suit the mainstream taste. It's like it just makes everything suck for the people that actually care. Chuck loved it. Chuck said he had no he had low expectations going into it, just because mm. um, he he was just expecting it to be good, but not that, not that good. Um, he's you know how he talks. He goes on and on about how much he loves Logan. Yeah, he likes at least. Last week when I talked to him about it, he liked this better than Logan. And you watched Logan. You seemed to think it was okay at least. Yeah, I, I liked it. I I wasn't like like sucked into it just because of my headspace, not because of the movies, not the movie's fault, but Yeah. I liked it. We were on Kratom, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean just for, for I was just like kinda tired and not focused. Yeah, we just done a, a cast and we had pizza and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. We were all I was all pizza slutted out. That's what it was. But yeah, dude. Um, if you can, you and you're a gal can get to this movie. I yeah. I honestly, I think she wants. She would like to see it. I couldn't recommend it enough to anybody that that can handle it. Like I wouldn't take my mom to see it. You're right. My sister and, and her husband went and saw it and they loved it. I guess he's my brother-in-law, Gary. His name's Gary. Nice guy. He is full head of hair. Your um, fun fact: he does not have a full head of hair. Mm. He actually got hair plugs, and they didn't take. Mm. And I love it. <laughs> not entirely sure what that means, but I have an idea. He got hair plugs, and then it just didn't work out for him. Yeah, they don't look it's like right. a fifty-fifty shot. But they're still there. No, I think they fell out. Oh, okay. His his head is rejecting his own hair. Oh, damn. <laughs> I know the feeling. I don't know. I haven't seen you, like, tr- not shaving in a while. You, well, you still got some hair. It, yeah, it's still there, but it's just a little sparse on top. Like, if I uh, got some of that uh, spray paint stuff that they used to advertise <laughs> late, on, late night TV. <laughs> spray fuzz. <laughs> yeah, the shit you put on your hair. It might look okay. But I just like uh, buzzing it. It's just so much fucking easier. Did you hear something weird? Because I did. I can call it our dogs are all right. <laughs> yeah. I was, Bob was freaking Yeah, Bob's been, he was napping over there. He heard me whistle. Now he's going to go piss. But yeah, go see the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, please go see it. I hope I didn't spoil it too much. Um, and let me know what you think about it because I thought it was amazing. And you can send, and if you like Dutch's review, <laughs> PayPal.me slash Dutch. Uh, shit. What else is there to talk about? Oh, it, Israel Adesanya is the new undisputed yeah. middleweight. I got champion. to. I watched that fight. It was you know like a bootleg YouTube thingy. Um, no, I, I'm I'm a little bit. I'm not surprised by the result. Um, I like Israel Adesanya. Uh, I think he's great. I'm a little confused why why Whitaker was throwing these bombs and just missing. Yeah, he, he connected with some. Why the fuck did he not just take wrestle? What? No one's no one's trying to wrestle this cat, and that's his weakest. That's his Achilles heel. I, I mean, think, I, think I know Derek, he had, Derek Brunson did try, and it did not work out well for him, but. It, 
Robert Whitaker is a better wrestler yeah. than Derek Brunson. You set, you know, you got to set it up and everything, and maybe that was in the game plan, and he didn't get around to it, to it because it was pretty early in round two. He was winging shots at him, and Israel Adesanya was just matrixing and Silva Anderson Silvaing him. Yeah, so I don't know. Be interesting. Definitely, definitely in, interested in seeing the next Adesanya fight because he's. Uh, still undefeated. Yeah, I mean he's just got that he's got that Anderson Silver Conor McGregor confidence wave thing going. He's you know he's in, heading into superstar territory. It's it's a fun thing to watch. Yeah, he's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. He's getting there already. There's been some banter between him and John Jones. That's he, a bad idea. Don't do that. You're too small. John Jones is going to be a heavyweight soon. You know. I mean, they say he's too small and. I don't know uh, if that's the right way to put it. It's just that John Jones is too strong of a wrestler. Yeah. It, even if you are tuning John up on the feet with the with the kickboxing and stuff, you know what I mean. He's too uh, good. He's. I, I, I mean, the best light heavyweight wrestlers and jujitsu guys can't do nothing with him. Daniel, he took Daniel Cormier down. Yeah. And you're definitely not that. No, no, not 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 yet. And he, you know, I don't think I don't think that uh, he has to let you hit him. I think he could just take you down if he was really that scared. Yeah. The problem is, would, is Jones going to be? If they did fight, Jones might do the thing where he tries to beat you at your own game. Yeah. In that <laughs> case, is he might he might be able to tune him up a little bit if it was at light heavyweight, and is he put? Did it right and put weight on. He might be a better striker than Jones. That might be true, but you just never know what you're going to get with Jones. Yeah, but Jones isn't just. He's just he's he adapts. Yeah, he always adapts. He's probably the best ever. Yeah, I think so. So far, I just wish he'd quit trying to fake being a nice guy and just start being who he is. You know. He's been doing that a little bit more. I don't know. I don't think he. I don't think he's being dishonest. I think he doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he's still pretty young. He's a son of a preacher. Those people are always fucked up. Yeah, that's true. And then he's also, you know, he he's a superstar. He wants to party. He wants to do all that stuff. But then he's got this Jesus thing. You know, he's he's a complex person. Yeah. I don't think he's being super dishonest when he's doing the nice guy shit. I think he's. It's probably from the heart, but uh, you know, makes it hard to like him when he does all this stuff, and then at the end of the fight, he's like, "I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus yeah. Christ." <laughs> I just don't believe him when he's doing that. It's just like, ah, come on, don't do that. You're supposed to spit on your opponent, you know. <laughs> oh, another show that came out. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's uh, the new season of Peaky Blinders came out. I it's seen on Netflix. It's set in uh, England in like the 1920s or something. And like it's this group of dudes, like they're gangsters. And like they have, uh, they wear those newsboy hats and they have a little razor blade in the inside of the bill and they swing their hats at you and they cut you open. But like there's a whole story that goes along with them. It's yeah. actually real good. I, I haven't watched the new season of it yet, but I can't imagine it not being awesome. So I recommend that to anybody that, uh, Want something cool to watch? Um, the new Breaking Bad movie comes out tomorrow. Happy birthday to me! Oh, shit, 
I'm pretty excited about that. Probably won't get to watch it till the next day. I might watch it tomorrow. I gotta go get my driver's license renewed. I don't know what I'm gonna do that. I might do that Saturday. Oh shit. I've completely forgot about that. Mm, let me check mine. I think yours will go out uh it's every five years, I think. And I've got till twenty one. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, I don't know. Anything else you want to holler at? Anything cool happen? Uh, any uh, any possums on the farm? Nothing major. Nothing. Nothing's really jumping out at me at the moment. All right. Let's call this an episode. Maybe get some grubbage. That sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening. Let us know if you would be willing to pay $5 a month for extra content or $1 or $10, whatever it is. Or if you have any ideas that are similar but different about how we could monetize this shit. Yeah, because we're tired of doing this for free. Well, we could make the show better with cash flow. Let's put it that way. We could definitely do that. What song should we go out on? What have I been listening to? Uh, I've I've got a good one. You do it then. It's all you. Push that button there. This fucking dinosaur phone. It's it's like everything takes three seconds. Yeah, I know. It should take a, a half a second, you know? It's frustrating. But I turn 40 tomorrow. It's crazy. I thought I'd be dead by now. Hey guys, Chris here. I'm co founder of Umzu, and today I want to talk to you about our natural testosterone booster. I am thinking about trying to. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Thanks for listening. Good night and good luck. Happy birthday to me. Wish wish me and John happy birthday. Or don't. Or don't. Bye.